Okay, they can't hear me. Oh. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36. I am, first and foremost, guys, I have to apologize for all these failed streams we have for the past week and a half. Um, let me make sure I'm unmuted because I'm so rusty now. There we go. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just be real. Let's just keep it real. Um, yeah, so I had to uh, be, uh, definitely apologize for you guys, for the, anyone that was trying to follow us on the All Things Gaming last Labor Day. Because that was an epic fail. I thought we were streaming from my laptop. I guess we weren't. Um, and then same thing for the Ubisoft event uh, when we that we tried to live react to. Just technical, uh, technical issues, but now they are, thank God, fixed. So, <sighs> Mildew Carrot, how are you doing today, good sir? Doing good. Can't complain. Living life. I heard that. I heard that. And today we have a very special guest. What is going on, Salem? How are you doing? I'm good. I am just chilling. Pandemic. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and yeah, that's like really, really good reminder. Please make sure everyone is wearing their mask, staying safe, sanitizing the whole nine, and social distancing. All right. I might love you, but I will love you from a distance. Um. So, <laughs> so uh, real fast. For anyone that does not know, uh, all right, so let me, like, a little backstory on this. Me and Mildew Carry went to, <laughs> uh, what was it, E3 two years ago, 2018? Is that what it was? All right, so yep. my goal yep. was to go to E3 as many years as it took to go ahead and until Final Fantasy VII Remake dropped. That was my only goal. I didn't go last year, and I missed that opportunity. That's when they had announced it. However, Salem did not miss that opportunity. She was there front and center. How was that experience for you? It's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, I uh, the the two years I don't I th I worked it in 2017 or 2018. I worked one of them. But when I went last year, I believe I was just there, and my childhood, like just walking in, and the Final Fantasy was. The first thing you saw when you walked in and the lighting was beautiful and they had cosplayers and you try and it was just like oh this is amazing it's so happy like i walked in and i i shed like a senior and i was like perfection fantastic <laughs> that's exact yes that's that's what i was going for that's i was literally trying to make it to where my first time there would be like them announcing the remake and it didn't happen two years ago and i was like all right well, I'm not going to go next year because PlayStation is not going to be there. And the next thing you know, <laughs> they go ahead and drop it. I'm like, what? Like, seriously? So just no love. But I was There was a, a giant hole on the floor, though, from PlayStation not being there. And that was heartbreaking. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real fast, we do have a few quick icebreaker questions for you, Salem. So the first question is, what are your favorite types of games? What, do, what games do you like to play? I'm kind of all over the map because I 
of course, Tomb Raider is my favorite. If you guys don't know that, I'm a huge Tomb Raider fan. Been playing it forever. <laughs> PS1, yay. Um, but action adventure mostly. I really love a good story-driven game where it's open map enough to where you feel the freedom to explore, but it's not so open to where you lose the objective. So, you know, all the Tomb Raider games, Uncharted, The Last of Us, the first Last of Us. Mm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, <laughs> I'm like looking at my game right now. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh my god, that game's fan like open world, but very objective driven. Looks so good. So I stick to those when I really need to kind of pull myself like out of things and just you know wrap your head around a good story. Um, but at the same time, I could flip between uh, Dead by Daylight. Uh, Destiny 2, I play a lot of Destiny 2 with my clan buddies and everybody like that. Um, and then I'll hop over to like Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, the nostalgia type stuff. So I'm kind of all over the place. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling for the day. But those are the gist of it. Yeah, I'm literally the same way. I Speaking of nostalgia, did you pick up or play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? 1 and 2. I didn't because I'm trash, <laughs> but all of my friends have been playing it, and I'm so sad because they're listening to like the soundtrack, and I'm like, I can hear it, and I remember, ah, uh, yeah. like I want to play it so bad. <laughs> yeah, Malachi teased us on that, and we had a couple friends like, shut that off before I waste more money and buy it. Hey, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's worth <laughs> exactly. the buy, and it's not even like it's not even a full sixty dollar game. It's forty bucks, and you're getting two of your nostalgic games. Oh for yeah. Minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth the buy for me. Um. So, we know that you are pretty heavy into cosplay, right? Sure am. <laughs> yes, yes. So what, what, if you had to name your top three cosplays, what are your favorites? I think I can guess number one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, no, guess. Because it might Tomb not Raider. be what you think. I want to say Tomb Raider. one? Ooh, which one? I'm going to say from the new, I'm gonna say from I have... the new series. I want to say from the newer series, the new Laura Croft. The Shadow Croft. I don't know why. I think the ones from Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think that I don't just because me personally, I love that game series. I just love that game series. I love her <laughs> and the, the story for her. So with what you were saying earlier, I, that kind of that kind of spoke to me. I was like, I think that's really what her top one is. Probably. Um, as far as comfort, I'm most comfortable. It sounds really funny, but I'm most comfortable covered in like the the fake dirt and the fake mud and having like my bow on my back with you know like my gun holster and my axe is hanging off the side like that that outfit has so many different add-ons to it and it's i made everything out of like real leather because i was like i'm going the extra mile i want this to last so, right, in case right. who knows maybe i'll run through the forest type of thing <laughs> hasn't happened but <laughs> very durable so rise of the tomb raider is probably my favorite one because it's comfortable you know it's a tank top uh like cargo pants with you know my gun belt all stuff like that and then boots so it's like piece of cake really easy i love it um my second one i've recently i've sold so many like cosplays that i'm trying to remember like which ones are my favorite surprisingly enough i hated wearing horizon zero dawn because it was so comfortable. What? <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. My hair was braided super tight. And, like, the the way that the outfit hangs, like, the whole lower portion of it, everything was, like, 
tied on or velcroed on and trying to get her the panels of her like skirt thing to stay was so difficult the rigging on it and it was just so uncomfortable that i was like oh like i was having such a hard time getting into it and she doesn't like wear her bow on her back or anything like a normal person she has a magnet or whatever couldn't do that i'm not that good of a cosplayer but that one was really uncomfortable um spider-man super comfortable but it also feels like i'm naked mm. which is like yeah spider-man but at the same time like no don't don't look at me because <laughs> lycra right okay lycra let me tell you <laughs> um <laughs> trying to think what else my gosh mount lady was pretty comfortable but again lycra mm. um i really liked wearing evie from assassin's creed evie fry that um, one was fun. Big um, person, so I don't. The know. boots kind of sucked. Okay, she was one of the twins. I really, really liked her because it was like European style, but at the same time, I had to wear heels, so a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I love the way that she looked. Those okay. are probably my top three. Right, that's what's up. I was yeah. not expecting. Actually, you got you just got a comment that says what I get the uh, I get that the Horizon was my favorite one. You look so cool. So that is from oh, thank you. <laughs> G Deluna O2. So yes. I oh, honestly I agree. Hi. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought that was like that one fits you were probably the best uh, Aloy I've ever seen, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. I was thank like, this is you. spot on. So. I I love her and I love her character so much, but there was a different outfit that I wanted to do. And so kind of I was so rushed to get that that costume out that like I didn't do the spear the way that I wanted stuff like that so yeah you saw that you know it was kind of <laughs> I didn't get that net get it um but yeah it wasn't the costume I want to wear and then her freaking hair trying to find color with is like near to impossible literally every tutorial that I've seen they're like get a blonde wig and then you dye it you do something and you dye it because trying to do it is a pain i've tried like clipping hair i've tried wigs like it's a pain and i'm not there yet i'll get back to her i will remake her but the way that i want her which is i have a very high perfectionist level which is kind of bad for a cosplayer but she will be back eventually i promise you guys have this on film (laughs) (laughs) all right um and real fast real like i got two more for you how did you get into cosplaying Right. Um, I think it was 2009. Yeah, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, when you could actually get tickets, mm-hmm. like normal human beings. <laughs> um, we got <laughs> we got tickets to go, and um, one of my friends who went with us was like, "You can dress up." I was like, Wait, "What do you mean? Like, mean dress up? What does that mean? Like, it's not." Halloween time. Right. What is this? And he's like, it's called costume play. It's cosplay. I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna be a Jedi. So I put on every brown piece of clothing that I had, and we made a Jedi cloak. And he had a lightsaber. I walked around Comic Con as a Jedi. And when I saw everybody's costumes, I was like, freaking out. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. This is something I really, really want to do. And then I didn't cosplay again until 2013 when <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider Reborn came out because I was in middle school. No, yes, yes, 
I was in middle school in 2009. So I had neither the funds uh, nor the money. So 2015 along, or 2013 when I was in high school and I had nerdy friends and we all went to WonderCon 2013 and that was the first time that I feel like I officially cosplayed. And that was as Lara Croft from the Reborn franchise. And it was a plague from there and I'd, I've never stopped. <laughs> it just got worse and worse. <laughs> all right yeah yeah definitely i mean i was about to say i've never really it's always kind of interesting to hear where people come from as far as especially when they, they uh when it comes to cosplaying i've all uh, to be honest with you for me i've always wanted to dabble in it and one of the main ones i wanted to go as was a survey course from attack on titan like i just wanted to do that ah, <laughs> you should you I, absolutely I got the jacket and everything. should yeah, i was gonna be um, oh, the rigging yeah. oh. Yeah! <laughs> the rigging on the pants for that cosplay is probably the hardest thing because it crisscrosses so much. Mm. It's so ridiculous. The, uh, their swords, I forget what they're called. But like that, oh, Yes, yeah. do it. Absolutely. I'm doing Titan Annie. So we should do it. We're, you can just kill me. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got, well, hopefully the, this pandemic is over. We could actually all link up at like an E3 or something like that and just cosplay together or something. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. 10 out of 10. Yep. Do it. <laughs> all right. And then last thing. What is one fun fact about you, Salem? What do you want the audience to know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Could be the favorite flavor uh, of ice cream the whole nine. I don't know. I don't really have weird food preferences. <laughs> I can touch my my nose with my tongue. Okay, I, I haven't. I think I, I did that know. like back in like middle. No, no, I, I think I used to do that like back in middle school. I can't do it anymore. I, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing i don't know and if i <laughs> i'd have to really look the camera to do this i can make one eye go straight and one eye go in and it's weird and occasionally people will take photos of me and i'll make that face and i just don't know i'm doing it so <laughs> i'm crazy eyed i suppose <laughs> i, I kind of like low-key want to see that i'll, I'll see i want i, I want yeah i definitely kind of want to see that we'll save that we'll save that at the end of i'll the... send you a picture yeah that I'll sounds send good you, or, yeah good. we'll do it after we'll do it after <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not. I'm pissed. You know, what? I'm gonna put down a doc right now. We're not forgetting that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we have about. Uh, let's see. We got. Was this four topics? Yeah, we got four topics to talk about today. Um, this is kind of a perfect week, especially to bring you on there, Salem. Because would I? Would you believe me if I said the Xbox Series S was revealed over the weekend? Oh wouldn't but then again your face tells me otherwise so i believe you so yes yeah, so it was like a lot of breaking news there um it leaked first uh xbox series s they had revealed it it came in kind of at a pretty dope price actually a very dope price you know what it's a perfect price 2.99 for the series s and then the series x was 4.99 um pre-orders are going to be happening on this 22nd so literally a week from today and the release date is November 10th. So there's a little article there um, for the info. Do you want to read that there, Mildewy? Uh, sure. Pull it over here real quick. Sorry, I had my other screen so I could read it offside. Oh, uh, see here. Okay, you already talked about the price, pre-orders, release date. Cool, info. 
Launch of the next generation of Xbox consoles is just a couple of months away. Microsoft revealed the Xbox Series X during last year's Game Awards and has been trickling out information about the system ever since, including its games lineup, a look at the new Xbox wireless controller, the console's build and specs, and details on backwards capability. This week, we've received even more concrete details on the Xbox Series X release date, pre-order dates, and price and Xbox fans will soon be able to secure their new console early. This week, Microsoft also revealed the Xbox Series S, a less powerful entry-level next-gen system. The Series S supports 1080p and 1440p resolutions and up to 120 frames per second. It will feature 4K upscaling and ray tracing. Critically, it is an all-digital console and comes with a 512-gigabyte solid-state drive. For a thin client, that's actually not that bad. All right. Why? Why yeah. would you? Why would you say that there, uh, Mildewy? Uh, just thinking, just in terms of like just standard like thin clients from PC aspects. You know, they're really not built for um, high end capacity stuff. You know, because that's the point of a thin client is just to have a base computer that can run that's small and compatible. That you don't have to have like this big hulking thing on top of your desk. You know, so you see a lot of times commonplace in workplaces, um, homes, or small offices where they don't need like, you know, high amounts of processing power on their desk because they have the cloud capability or server-side capability to source up to. But for a next-gen system, um, for a low-level entry for a standard that supports the 1080p and 1440p with a 120 frames per second with 4K upscaling ray tracing, that's actually pretty nice. You know, pretty nice uh, low-level entry game series um, console. So uh, 1080p, 1440p is a base standard for most games you see um, nowadays, at least as far as I've seen. Um, I run one, uh, 144, 144 frames a second with like 240, um, 244, um, 2,440. I can't even talk today anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, P for mine, you know, but that's me. You know, I, I run a little bit higher rig. So, but you still get good quality from that. So for $300, not bad, not bad, especially with a solid state five uh, five twelve gigabyte drive. Yeah, and on top of that, like I think it's kind of very interesting. I literally almost fell back, by the way, just trying to get that net. <laughs> that thing's gonna bug me all stream long. So sorry, guys. That's currently watching this now or watching this later on. But anyway, I really kind of wanted you to see you just try to go for it, just completely fall over. It's not, it's not happening. The show's like, over. That's it. That's like, all we need. Little C section couch. <laughs> so even if I fall back, I'm gonna fine. Yeah, I'm Gucci. I'm fine. Gucci. Um, but yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, I was about to say I, I texted Mildew. We cared about this earlier, but Phil Spencer actually had it on his bookshelf. It was so small that you just had it hidden. It was like this, like back there. When he was uh, talking, what, what, what stream was that on? I can't remember what stream that was on, but he he had it hidden in his bookshelf. It was kind of crazy. And that was, um, now granted, we didn't know what it looked like, but still, it was just like so small that it's like, it's like this small. It's like a little soda can. So it was pretty cool. It, looked, it really looked like an external hard drive, like a Western digital hard drive casing, external hard drive casing that just was stuck on the back shelf. It really did. I, I, uh, you couldn't even tell what it was. You're just like, what is that? Is that yeah. the box for an iPhone? You know, is that is that what that is? That you literally, know? yeah. Yeah, it's spot on. Yeah, you, you nailed it when, it when it looked like an iPhone box. So, But um, but I'm just, I'm pretty excited for, about this news. I mean, again, some as me, speaking for me, I'm not really one that's really about Xbox, to be honest with you. I'm more of a PlayStation person. 
but yep. yep, I'm. I mean, uh, Ohio will always call <laughs> yep. me. You know, Ohio, <laughs> Ohio always calls me the Sony Pony, like just just the PlayStation fanboy. Even though what, I'll take it, even though I love just gaming in general, I'll I'll, ta- I'll take it. I mean, it's just because PlayStation has a lot more of the games I like to play. Last of Us, Horizon. I'm just looking down my list right now. I got Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final yeah. Fantasy VII, the whole Final Fantasy series. Like, it's just it's just a, makes a lot more sense to me to have to be more on PlayStation. But with these the exclusive price- game titles, yes, yes, and I know Ohio got it. Oh, got it. I got it. Yes, yes. Oh. I'm so sorry, guys. I couldn't let that opportunity squander. Like everything was slow motion, and it just had to. Okay. Anyway, oh. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Uh... Clap your hands if you follow the Xbox S. Clap your hands for the Xbox S. I completely, I completely lost my train of thought. Now that really, that was like a serious moment just now. Exclusive um, titles for PlayStation. Yes, 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 exclusive titles. That's that's what gets me. Um, I know Ohio does not like exclusives in general. He just thinks that's a dumb idea, and I, and I can see that point. But again, that's a selling point for the system, and that's why I personally, again, favor PlayStation all these many years. Um, but with these price points and with Xbox Game Pass and everything like that, it's going to incline me to, well, now that I got a PC, I can just do that instead. But anyway, it's going to, it's going to incline me to go ahead and get more uh, Xbox Game Pass games or maybe even go ahead and get into the uh, the system for two ninety nine because that's really not a bad price for a new system. And you can actually even lease to own it for like 25 bucks a month and you don't have to pay for Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate for two years. It's something like that. It's, yeah, it's pretty, this is actually a pretty good deal. Like Xbox is, they dropped the mic over the weekend. They certainly did. So, I do have to play devil's advocate though because I have a really hard time believing that I do 20 frames per second. Like I have a really hard time believing that that small of a console is going to be able to completely run that. It just it I don't know. Like it's more of when I see it, I'll believe it because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be able to keep up with that. The fact that it's like completely digital I'm very much so. I like to physically own my games. Yep. I like to have them. I like to be able to be like, "Hey, you don't have this game? Here, I'm, I'm, I'm friending you. This, <laughs> give it back to me when you're playing." Type of thing. All digital. I'm like, eh. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm very skeptical about these kind of things, especially the specs, because it always seems to say like it can do it up to this many frames per second, but will it actually? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a great point. That's a really good point. And and on the phys, I am all with you about the whole like I I got a whole case. Oh, let me see here. I got like <laughs> four of these bad boys. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. this. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that one, Salem. So they definitely, you know, they stay in there, you know, 120 frames per second, but it is up to 120 frames per second. So a lot of times you're probably going to see downscaling anywhere from 60 to the 120 because uh, it really depends upon what you're running and how you set the settings to it. And also it depends upon your monitor a lot of times too. So if you're running on a standard, you know, 60 60 FPS monitor, you're not going to get the 120. So... You know, it really, it really just depends upon what your hookup and yeah. setup is. You know, like I said, so my monitor I run is a 144 FPS, but you know, when I transfer over to PSP or some other games, like it can go, it goes down to either 60 or you know 120, depending upon what I'm running and what I'm playing at. So, um, the fact that it can handle exactly. up to 120 is very nice. But you know, does everyone have 120? 
Probably not. That also, in, like, on point, also 4K. I remember when the consoles were first coming out, and it was like, 4K, 4K, 4K! And it came out that it's like, you couldn't truly play in 4K unless you had a true 4K TV, or a true 4K monitor and stuff like that. So a lot of that has become more common nowadays with the TVs, monitors, stuff like that. So that part is more believable to me nowadays than it was back in the day, so we'll see if it can actually keep up with that. Right. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, we'll have to see. I was about to say, as far as a selling point again for like, for mom, for moms and dads, they don't care about this. They're just trying to, okay. They, they don't care about this. They're just trying to, uh, they're just trying to get like a console for a little Jimmy for Christmas. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of curious. Harder console. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I was about to say like, now here's the thing. They might be confused because those names are very similar. You have Series S and Series X. So you got to kind of really enunciate <laughs> in order to make sure you're getting the cheaper one. Um, the two hundred dollar difference, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the first sale. There, yeah, there you go. Uh, the second topic that we have today is actually one that's near and dear to my heart, which is the PlayStation Five showcase tomorrow. What? That's Sony going Bunny. down. Yes, I don't, you know, he. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. All right. So on this one, Sony has announced that PlayStation Five show- showcase schedule for Wednesday, September sixteenth which is my sister's birthday, so happy birthday, Shay, at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The event will focus on the console's upcoming games. It will include uh, a look at games coming at launch as well as those available in the future. If you haven't made up your mind on purchasing the PS5 yet, this could be your chance. It's possible we could also be getting information on uh, things we really need to know before purchasing the console, the price, and release date. The event will sh- uh, will be shown on both Twitch and YouTube, and will last up up to about forty minutes. Real fast, um, we're actually going to be watching this on Twitch. Just give you guys a head. Well, we're going to watch it on YouTube, but stream it on Twitch. So, yeah, uh, it's subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's games focused rather than hardware focused, and will be oh, that part I did not like. Um, and, and will feature updates in, on first-party and third-party games. Okay, that's kind of cool. We know, uh, know that Spider-Man Mar- Miles Morales and Ratchet and & Clank Rift Apart are both scheduled to release near system launches. Uh, neither has a firm release date. Other, ga- uh, other games, such as Demon's Souls Remake, don't have release windows yet. Uh, there also isn't an official date for the PS5 version of Call of Duty Black Ops Call of War, uh, but it releases three days after Microsoft Systems. After having that available as a launch title for the PS5 will certainly be a big deal. However, it will also be one of the players' first introductions to the new uh, $70 price we'll see for certain next-gen games. Take-Two is uh, is similarly pricing games at this level, while other companies such as Ubisoft has not yet done so. So... Yeah, so I, and also, I didn't include this in the doc because it didn't happen at the time, but now it happened, I think, earlier this morning, and now PlayStation's units had actually dropped to by 4 million, so they're, so I think they were trying to get it at 6 million, or 10 million, and now they're just doing 6 million, so, which is still a lot of consoles, but at the same time, not enough for a population. So, how does this news, uh, what does this news do for you guys? I'm excited. I'm always excited because it's PlayStation, and that is something very important to me. I've always been 
PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 currently. Um, but I'm a little bit worried, like you said, that it is not specs-driven, but it's just games-driven. Uh, I feel like PlayStation at this point has relied too heavily on just games. We have exclusives, games, stuff like that. And whereas I'm fine with that, I would like to know the specs. Because Microsoft is always quick to be like, boom, he specs at us. We're shiny. We're cool. And PlayStation is like, look at our games. Oh, yeah, these are our specs. Right. And then you're kind of like, but the game looks amazing. So who cares about the specs? I feel like they're relying really hard on that. And I would like to know the specs because is it going to be better than Xbox? Is it going to be at the same as the PlayStation 4? And if that's the case, why am I paying this much money for it? You know? And like the $70 price point for a game, I feel like 60 has always been like that sweet spot to where you're like, I could pay that. 70 I'm like, I could spend a lot of money on something for seventy dollars, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm on the bridge. I don't know. Let's see. What about you, there, Dewey? I'm kind of with Sam a bit. I definitely want to know more on the specs because I know they've got the base launch out of like what the GPU is, CPU, uh, RAM, you know, the powers and all that. So they've got that out there. So I definitely, I t- at least to me, someone who's built their own PC in a way, also it's like it tells you a little bit about what's going into it. Um, but I definitely agree they've been focusing very heavy on the games, which I don't mind. You know, I, I like seeing the games, like knowing what it's going to be coming out for it, what I'm going to be able to get and play. Um, but I'd like to see, you know, the tech side of it, like give me more information on the tech and then show me the tech with the games, you know, which they tried to do with that very first launch, which was which was kind of nice and all, but it's like I wish they did a little bit more with it. Um and I kind of hope with this one that they give us newer games because a lot of time right now what I've been seeing a lot of is a lot of of the um, the games they've already shown just more trailers and stuff and more like you know a little bit more gameplay and all which you know fine if we gotta see another God of um, Godfall trailer fine we'll just watch it you know just to make Malachi happy but um, you know I, I really want to see more of like you know because they had all those studios around the first one they're like we are all part of the Sony com- the Sony community I'm like cool show me what you got you know so i really hope they, they give us more stuff and then also like you know we stated was a release date and a um you know a price point you know i know that with the report now for the cut of the four million that you know they might be doing like kind of what sony's doing or sony what xbox is doing is where you know the disc version might be a like 500 hundred dollar price unit and then the discless one might be like you know 400 um there were some rumors about that one so um or it could be going lower to where it's like, you know, 450 for, you know, digital and 400 for the, you know, or 350 you know, for the, the disc list. So we'll just have to wait and see what they decide to do. Um, but I think the cut mainly came in because of the fact that they were, if I remember reading right, they were like going to try and do like 15 million units when the four only did like 7 million when it first launched. So it was like, Especially during, like, if it wasn't during pandemic COVID, they might have been able to. But right now, I think they're trying to cut it back because they're like, that's probably not going to work. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and real fast before we go on, our early eight, our early be good says, I spy at uh, a Salem. So there you go. And then <laughs> uh, it's the nine ball had uh, commented on your said amen to that. And I think that was in reference to uh, uh, Sony just saying, hey, we have games, but what were the specs? I think I think that's what that's kind of talking about. I 
I agree. I, I think I don't think we really need new games. Uh, to your point there, Mildewy, I don't think we need new games, but because they showed up, they, I, th- I feel like on the last one that they did before the one that's coming up now, the for, for the last one, the the PS5 event that happened in June, I really feel like they really shook the house with that one. That was an amazing one. That was a really good launch. I think the one that they did last, they knew it wasn't going to be as good, so they even said, "Don't get your hopes up," pretty much, um, which still got my hopes up. But it was just like <laughs> it's just like one of those like scenarios where just they're, they they're holding a lot of their cards really close to their chest, and I think at this point it's more damaging than it is benefiting them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I don't think the PS4 uh, digital is going to go under four hundred dollars. I think it's. I think that's Xbox had completely sucker punched Sony for that one. I think it's just literally going to be four hundred dollars for yeah. digital and five hundred dollars for disc. I'm di- I'm getting the disc, but that's what I think is going to be. If if they go ahead and have it to where they match price for price what Xbox is doing, I will buy everyone in this chat a a, uh, a raise energy. <laughs> I got you guys, except for you, Mildew. I'll get you some tea because I know you, I know you don't like that raise energy. So, thank you. <laughs> but dream, <yeah>. please. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it going underneath four hundred dollars for the digital. So, um, so I'm so at that point they have to justify what those prices are going to be. It can't just be the games, even though that's what we get the game and consoles. It can't just be the games anymore it has to be more of like all right what are you going to be bringing to the table tomorrow because we're literally like less than 24 hours away from their reveal yeah so yeah we'll see no, i agree yeah is there a low carb and version also... <laughs> that's what early be good said <laughs> i think there is i think there's a zero energy uh, like, like literally uh, uh raise energy zero and if that's the case earl be good i got you i got you all right what were you about to say there something uh, else that um yeah, something else that they haven't really said. We all know that Xbox is very like backward compatible and now they have the game. But Sony has really done anything like that. So it's like, am I going to be able to play my PlayStation 4 games on the PlayStation 5? Or is it going to be like a no-go type of a thing? How they did with the PlayStation 3 with the PlayStation 4? Mm-hmm. That's something that I also feel is really, really important and that I want to know because it what always happens when usually, or what used to happen when these new consoles came out is that There'd be like four games to choose from, and then you'd have to wait for the launch of all the other games, and you're stuck with this shiny new console with these amazing graphics, but you have nothing to play. So I'm really curious about that as well, because they have the digital. Are they going to try and roll out like a digital pass, or you know, is it going to be like the monthly $60 online thing, and you still get free games, or like how are they going to work that? That's what I'm really interested in. I want to have nothing to play on it. Right. And, and yeah, I, yep. I think because you, you definitely, t- uh, we, we talked about this like way earlier at the very beginning when we first started doing LWC gaming. Um, actually, Bleeding, uh, it's Nineball, aka Bleeding Asus, actually brought this up. He likes the whole backwards compatibility for convenience. I do like that aspect, but for me, that's not necessarily a selling point. Because for me, I, I get the new consoles to play the newer games. So as long as you have a good library that's ahead of you, I'm content. But if you only have okay. all, all you have is like Warzone and Spider-Man Morales for the next two years, that that's a problem. So, right. Yeah, don't pull a switch on us. So don't do that. Like <laughs> that's the one reason why I didn't get a switch when it first came out. They're like, oh, we got a couple of games and then like maybe some indie stuff and the thing. I'm like, I'm good. Right. right. You know, 
I'm waiting <laughs> still for more games to come out for it to where I would want to get one. You know, the, the library's not big enough. Um, now, would backwards compatibility be good in this sense? Because you can play your PS4 games on the newer system. Sure. But it's like, if I still got my 4 and it's working, why would I drop 500 just to play those games on it when you don't have the library? So I'm definitely going to have to agree with Malachi on that one is you got to give me some games, which is why I was like, hoping, like, you know, kind of offset your point there earlier. It's like, I hope they give more games. You know, they've already given us a good bit there uh, at the beginning with Keena, Bridge of Spirits, you know, Godfall, Horizon. You know, they've definitely given us a showcase saying there is a good library coming. But you got to give us some dates and some times for that library to entice us to say, all right, yes, this is going to be worth it now. Right. Versus making me wait till the, you know, 2021 to say, all right, now I'm going to get it because now you're launching Horizon. Now you're wa- launching Kena and, you know, Black Ops Cold War and all that. So you got to give us those time frames. I definitely agree with you on that is we need it now. Like Sony, our Expo- Microsoft, I walked up stage, said, this is our date. This is what we're doing. Mike dropped. Didn't even hand it off to Sony. Just Mike dropped it and just looked at him and said, all right, what you got? What you got? That's literally so. exactly how that went. And- right. And, and like I keep referencing the June event because right now I feel like it's a pretty good tie right now as far as again like who's who has the upper hand I, in this case I said this to uh, uh, Nine Ball actually uh, offline I think I think this year there might actually be three winners I think Switch is could be a winner a winner of their category I think Xbox could be a winner of their category I think Sony's going to be a winner of their category but they're all doing drastically different things which is kind of crazy right um, but. I keep going back for Sony as far as that June event because that June event showed me games that I needed that I did not know I needed. Like, like I was yep. like, what is Ken- uh, Kenna? Which that's actually been delayed until 2021 now. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was unfortunate. But still, like, I've never really been huge in the games like that, and it looks really good. And then same thing for... You already know me on this mildewy carrot. Like I, I do start up like uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, or whatever. But I never really get fr- the furthest I've been was like uh, Code Vein, which I'm still um, invested in. Like I definitely going to get back to it. But uh, after seeing that trailer at PlayStation Five in June of the new Demon Souls remake, like I really want to play Demon Souls right now. Like it's just one of those. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty crazy. So I'm I'm just kind of curious now. Now that we're at this point, we're in September. You've already delayed the release date and pricing on pretty much both sides until just last week. What are you going to do now for uh, gaming, gaming wise, content wise, IP wise? What are you going to be showing us the consumers that we can look forward to? So, yeah. Also, something Randy just thought about. Do you guys remember when the PlayStation 4 first came out and everybody yes. bought the initial PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. and it sounded like an airplane? Yep, I still got Like, one. the fan yep. on it was <laughs> so loud. My brother-in-law has one, and every single time that I go over there and I'm playing games, I'm like, why is it so loud? Why is it so loud? Because I got the second gen of that. That's really, really quiet. I got the, I think it's called the Slim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm also really curious if everybody's going to buy the PlayStation 5 and it's going to have little quirks like that and then they're going to come out there and be like, oh, by the way, here's this other PlayStation 5. I wonder if they're going to do that because Sony kind of has a history of doing that. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm not going to buy the PlayStation 5 when it first comes out because, <laughs> you know, tried and true, I'd rather get the second gen. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, because within about like you know three months or so by 2021, when Kenna comes out, they'll have the better version, and then you get Kenna in the better version, mm-hmm. and you have to listen to an airplane while you're playing it. So, mm-hmm. 
And that's actually because yep. we're two months away. <laughs> There's not an airport in your room. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking off. Where? <laughs> 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 Bridge of Spirit. <laughs> the, uh, it's the nine ball coming loading, in. Loading. <laughs> it's the nine ball coming in. And it says it sounds like an F-16. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yes, like an F-16. it does. Yes. It's horrible. <laughs> you put it anywhere inside of a, a, an enclosed space, like under a TV, and it's so loud, and you're like. What? Where's it coming from? <laughs> Early be good said mine started flying around the room. <laughs> okay. I mean, it would probably work right See? now during the pandemic pandemic time because you could just turn it on and pretend you're on a plane to you know Bahamas or something, you know? Yeah. I mean I mean just get uh, that flight simulator from Microsoft <laughs> in the background, you good. Exactly. Good. <laughs> <laughs> play a little uh play a little second life and you know, just go there, you know, just on the beach and act like you're flying there or something. <laughs> Um, we kind of touched base on, well, four, we kind of touched base on for, um, Ubisoft event that's on the document, but we actually are not going to talk about that because I didn't actually get a chance to look at it because we were having tech issues. So that <laughs> is probably going to be coming a little bit at a later time. Um, and then this little fun fact about Canada Bridge, uh, Bridge of Spirits, it will take literally two seconds for it to load from the dashboard on next gen consoles literally two seconds like one two up that's that's kind of crazy i, I know you're kind of skeptical <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know you're kind of yeah. skeptical but i mean i think that would be really cool and if I, i'm not sure about the two seconds but i'm definitely gonna say with the solid state installed in the newer systems it's definitely gonna decrease the amount of loading screen time like when i'm playing spider-man i'm sitting there i'm like waiting and waiting yeah i feel like the energizer bunny is going across my stream going like it keeps going and going and going <laughs> i'm like okay when are we gonna load but, you know, with the time frame for, I think it's about maybe I'd have to count again the next time I have one of those. But I think it could be anywhere from like five to eight seconds. So with the solid state, it definitely could cut it down to anywhere from, you know, two to four seconds or so, you know, to where you'd be like a blink. And it's like, oh, hey, we're in. Holy crap. Mm. So I can't wait to see how that Look. runs on there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's if like, I'm going to be dead. Show. <laughs> if they're going to show something and say two seconds. I'm holding two seconds. I'm one, two, three. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I want a refund now. I'm keeping the game, but I just want a refund. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have scarred me for life with there this. I had to wait an additional second for this. How dare you? And to be honest, you I, said two I could, seconds. I, I could literally see someone doing that. I could see someone literally doing that as soon as it launches and all. They time it going, this is not two seconds. This is 2.45 seconds. It's like, oh my God. Well, you already know, you already know my, uh, you already know my whole spiel with Madden, right? They're mildewy. Like, so what it is is that when you're on the Madden yeah. screen, yeah, when you're on the Madden screen, it says, it literally says press any button. So what if I wanted to turn, press, press like the, the off button or the PlayStation button? I can't enter the game that way. You know what I mean? They're lying to me. Fibbing. That is fibbing. <laughs> that is false advertisement. Yep. So, um, so yes, yeah, so that's actually going to do it for there on the gaming news. Uh, as you got, some of you guys do know, uh, today was, again, the first day I was able to get the whole rig together and everything like that. So we don't have a strength in numbers video to show you, but we can talk about the strength in numbers, which is the sin segment games that we have per currently been playing. Mildewy and his bro bro, uh, TBF Abyss, have been playing Code Vein. How you got? How you liking that? Oh, we're loving it. It's definitely got a uh, feel of Dark Souls to it. 
Um, I did a comparison of what it was like mixed with, and now I'm forgetting what I compared it to. But it was like Dark Souls plus something else to make Code Vein, and but it's it's really fun. Um, the story in it's really good. Um, I think we're maybe trying to count here. I want to say five or six bosses in. I think we got maybe about like another eight to go. Uh, so we're having fun with that running around. We just got to, I don't know how far you've gotten out guys. So I don't want to do any spoilers or spoilers for anyone who's thinking about getting the game. Uh, definitely worth a play. A lot of fun. Um, nothing like jumping around the corner and getting, you know, ambushed by something and screaming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, ah! okay. Uh, anyways, but, um, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. We're having a good time. Uh, a lot of stupid content in there too. A lot of times with our commentary. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Good times. All right. Um, uh, what about you, Salem? Have you been playing any games recently with anybody? Uh, I've been playing heavily uh, SU2. Um, trying to <laughs> finish the season off before Beyond Light comes out in, I think it's like November 2nd or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, just grinding a lot with, I, I have like four or five friends that I play with. Um, you know, we kind of switch off, we do strikes. Yeah, it's kind of it's filler content at this point. Um, I think, uh, Saladin was in the tower like this week or something. It was Iron Banner, so like that was really fun to do. Uh, and then we're kind of waiting for Festival of the Lost Souls, which is the Halloween event. So they keep like pushing and moving things around. Bungie, pulled together. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know that's that's probably been the gist of what I've been on, and you know it's. It, it's good story content, but it's also we kind of do the, the PPE, PVP. Sorry, uh, so that's been fun. You know, it's like trials, which is just a heart attack. Like, uh, 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 I died. I'm bad at that. So, but that and then um, Red Dead Online, those two. I've kind of been off of um, Dead by Daylight because they opened it to where it's cross-platform. So now we have these super fantastic PC players who like to hack. Uh, and I just can't yeah. tolerate it. Yeah. No. Very angry. <laughs> Too much so toxicity. Like, I don't gonna, like it. I'm going to shelf that one and we're going to play Destiny and we're going to play Red Dead because who doesn't like to yeehaw in the wild? So. Hey, <laughs> we did have a good run on Red and Dead before. Red Dead so much fun the online like oh yeah you know i own a horse and sometimes i just want to get kicked in the face by a horse but not in real life so i just go to red dead and, and get kicked in the face and it's great super realism <laughs> like i just got kicked in the face by a horse are you okay oh it was just in red dead we're good i can only imagine the that. way that those horses kick oh you would knock it up you'd, you'd be dead yeah <laughs> I can only imagine that in like a like a Red Dead VR mode, like to, oh, like, like I can only see that. Happen. Oh, oh man, stress. <laughs> you're just like walking around. You just look around. You just see the hooves. So like, oh, right. <laughs> you imagine getting yanked off your horse by a cougar in VR? Just be like, fine. Want to play that game? Like I'm looking towards the town. Now I'm looking at the sky. Oh, there's a kitty. Um, so, Why am I? How did I die? Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? I was just in town. 
Um, like, where's my third person? <laughs> I want my third person back. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so a few of the games that I've been mainly playing, of course, well, solo-wise, this is not really a sin segment, but solo-wise, I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. I think I'm getting towards the end of it. I think I'm getting towards the end of it. And it's it's the more I'm playing it, the more it's solidifying that it's not my game of the year right now, but it's right behind Final Fantasy VII Remake. That is definitely my game of the year. But Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> gave it a run for its money. So we'll have to see how it ends and see how it progresses. And when that Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer, The Legends, comes out, actually, I think it comes out this month. Ooh. I think it comes out this month. So, yeah, so when that comes out, we'll have to readdress to see what my game of the year is going to be. But right now, it's still going to be... You This that was gone. <laughs> it was gone for half the episode. And now it wants to come back. Uh, <laughs> but anyway... Um, Oh my goodness, this is like the most unprofessional I've ever been. All right, anyway, what would happen is that uh, for uh, Ghost of Tsushima, it still has that running up for me. I just got to see how Legends is going to be. Uh, but right now, Final Fantasy VII Remake just takes the cake with that one. It's just it's just way too good of a game. Uh, but, right. but for Sin, um, the Sin segment that we've been doing, definitely, definitely been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV with its Nine Ball, who's in the chat right now. Gravity Mark Two and Abs Thirty Three Fifteen. We've been having a blast with that, and Silent, which is a guest to uh, to the show. Um, but yeah, but uh, actually, Silent is like the Final Fantasy Fourteen encyclopedia because we we've, we've never been this far before, and he's already been to this point. So anytime we have a, a question about a boss, he'll be like, "Yeah, you just got to do X, Y, and Z." That saves us a Google trip. So thank you very much, Silent. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> Love you, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, we've been playing a lot of that. And of course, with the occasional Smite Night with uh, on Thursday nights that we play with uh, right here, Mildew and Carrot, It's the Nine Ball and Ohio. And also Silent jumps on that with us too as well. So um, oh, we yeah. Have, yeah, we have a lot of good times there on that. If, for anyone that hasn't played Smite, I would highly recommend it if you like MOBA type competition games. because And it's free. So if it's free, it's for me. All right. Um, so, quick question for you both, okay? Because we're actually towards the end of this whole thing. Quick question for you both. You're in a world, okay? Anime or video okay. games. Who are your top three characters that you are best friending? Like what type of world? I need to Ooh. know a bit more detail. <laughs> it could be any any of the because all the worlds are kind of different. To be honest with you, in anime or video games, it's your own world. You're just hanging out with them, just having a good time with them. Who are your th three that you're so friending? We can pluck them out of whatever game. Yes, yes. We can just pluck them out of whatever universe yep. we want. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let him go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna say, uh, ladies first. <laughs> Because oh, okay, uh, fine, fine, okay. I'm having a hard Zach time here. Fair. I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> Zach Fair. Okay. Crisis Core, yeah. Final Fantasy. Because I love him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Laura Croft, mm. obviously. And Aloy. Because I feel like I would just be in heaven and it'd be great. I got my man candy and I got super cool women and be like, can you shoot your bow? Can you shoot your guns? <laughs> I feel like it'd be amazing. Right, right. <laughs> Top three, right there. Boom. Okay, awesome. Get that. <laughs> awesome, yeah. And two of those three you actually cosplay, so that's what's up. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, look at this little fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> what about you then, Mildewy? 
I'm definitely going to have to go with two of Salem's. Definitely would have to say Aloy and Lorecroft, just because, you know, survival all the way and just, you know, what they do is cool and all. So I'd definitely be, you know, fanboying over that, being like, oh my God, you guys are awesome. But then I would definitely have to pull out Kratos. I mean, Malachi's seen the yeah, shirt. Yeah. Aloy ah! and Kratos pull out three badasses in the world so you just can just wreck through anything and survive it. I'd be like, I would be having them in front of me. I'd be on the ground bowing going, teach me, Masters, please teach me. <laughs> teach me your ways. Right. Just calls you boy. 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 <laughs> like, yes, sir. <laughs> boy, what is a stream? <laughs> I'm hungry. Get me food. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I have a little bit of a different approach. So I actually would choose from Rise of the Shield Hero, Nafumi. I would definitely want ah, to be friends with him. Yes. I'd be friends with him because he he was everyone was a dick to him at that first like season. Uh, it's like I would be your friend. I see you're innocent. You're you're my buddy. We're we're here. We're here. That's 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 why and and he just he's just awesome. I love I love that anime. So Nafomi definitely up there. He needs a hug. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Thank God he has Raftalia for that. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> so Nafomi, I would definitely want to uh, be hang hang out with Cloud. Um, at end game Cloud, that is early game Cloud is kind of a, a douche to be honest with you. Um, but but I, I would, like roll up and we'll talk. I'm, I'm just saying I would I would like to I would like to be friends with the end game Cloud and, and just carry that sword. I think that'd be really cool. You know what I mean? Like that would be a really, that'd be a good time. That'd be a good day if we get to hold the the real Buster Blader. Yeah, that uh, that'd be a good day. Um, and I, I I'm kind of drawing a a blank on the last one, but I might have to go with um, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, oh snap, Kauri from uh, Your Lie in April. Have you guys seen that anime? No. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, okay. just, 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 yes. you know what I mean? And just, just give her love because that was a very sad one. And it's just like one of those like type moments. So you really, I'm going to bring all these people into existence so I can hug them. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. Except for cloud. He just, I just want to hold the sword. That's all it is. <laughs> he probably still needs a, he, he's a little angsty boy. He needs a hug. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> or a hit in the head from Tifa, you know. What one of the other? That too. That too. A little bit of both. A hit in the head with a hug. Now, if we could definitely choose the secondary characters on that, add three more. I'd definitely probably say Varric, Dorian, and Garrus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can... if I if I had to choose like three other ones, I definitely want to meet them because out of all the games I played, they're some of the best characters to interact with that I found. Just I just enjoy the interactions with them and the the comments and content with them. So, and for anyone that did, well, no one saw this episode because it didn't actually launch, but it was that was actually his pick for the Labor Day when we had our little discussion, that little uh, game that we had there. Maybe we'll do that again next time because I still have those questions and people's submissions for that. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do that next time when my, since my computer's back up and going. So yes. All right. And the <laughs> last question of the day of the segment, and I, I, pr I pray you guys don't hate me for this one, but this is, Probably a, great. this is a, a celebrity death match. Okay. If you, oh. if, if you had to do the whole Sophie's choice scenario, Aloy versus Laura Croft in a fight. Mm. <laughs> who, 
whose game is coming mm. out and whose game never existed. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn never existed. The Horizon for you? Laura Croft is a staple. I feel like we're going to get into a uh, debate, but let me start out by saying 191996 mm. first gen the first female heroines can't you can't just wipe that. You can't do it. Like she's been there, triangle titties and all. You can't get rid of that. It's it, it is gaming history, okay? Mm. I love Aloy, but Laura wins out. I'm saying it. All right. All right, what about you there, Mildewy? Oh! <laughs> uh, before you answer that, Mildewy, uh, it's the nine balls that Laura for the win. So you already got you already got an ally on your side there, Salem. I'm gonna have to though. I definitely don't want to answer this, but I'm gonna have to. But I'm definitely gonna have to agree with Salem on it too. You know, Laura Croft's been there from the beginning. Yeah. Without her, I don't really know if Aloy would have even come into existence so we I gotta give her the props and just the new game itself like don't get me wrong Aloy is such a good character in Horizon Zero Dawn like just the the evolution of her just in the base story is really good I can't wait to see more in Forbidden West but Laura's evolution through Tomb Raider Rise of the Tomb Raider um, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider is just phenomenal just such a wonderful game series and you know definitely going back to what Sam said just beginning of you know Laura just through all those games from the beginning from, you know, to use her exact words, from triangle titties to current, you know, <laughs> it's, I gotta give, I gotta give it to Tomb Raider. Okay. I gotta give it to it. I'm actually kind of shocked because I really thought both of you guys were going to choose Aloy. I, I, I thought I was going to be the odd man at San Laura. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No. I, yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty old school with it. So yeah, I'm the same way. Because if uh, even if I had to pin him up against Nathan Drake, I'd still say Laura, to be honest with you. Just because, again, origin-wise, um, there's, there's definitely a lot of stuff there. Yeah, and honestly, I... I know a lot of people, like, there's always debate between Laura Croft and Hendrick and stuff like that, but I feel like she kind of paved the way for mm. Nathan Drake. Yeah. Like, she, she was there, and it was like this uh, this action-adventure game where you're you're by yourself doing, like, crazy stunts and, you know, shooting and, and stuff like that. It was their personal. Like, it would have happened eventually. Like, a Nathan Drake game would have happened eventually, but I feel like they took some notes from Tomb Raider. Yeah. How not? Like they because yep. I'm come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Naughty Dog even admitted to that. They're just like we're really inspired by Tomb Raider and the way that the game mechanics were and everything. So yeah, there's a lot of similarities there for sure. And just and just the story itself of you know kind of like the uh, semi the archaeologist in a way you know hunting for the relics and all going through all the past and the cultures and everything. That's one thing I really love about yeah. Laura Croft in a way is that you get to explore different worlds not like these same like you know streets or cities like with gta Saints Row and other stuff like that you know it's completely new the new things no way but ancient things that kind of you know pique your interest in it so but you know especially when salem yeah. made that argument about the origins i'm like dang it <laughs> i can't argue with that <laughs> from the start she threw and it up there and says argue like, like no <laughs> there's no argument <laughs> even from, like like going going back on the whole thing of saying like the history i 
a kid was dead set. I was like, I am going to be an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. And it was heavily influenced by Lara Croft. Did I become one? No, because most all the dinosaurs, dinosaur bones are dug up, and I really love that. And all the tombs in Egypt have already been raided. So that's what I was mostly interested in. So I was like, maybe a different job title is for me. But <laughs> something that I've always just, you know, as like a little kid to be inspired by that, like even Tomb Raider Anniversary is the reek of Tomb Raider and the 96, very firm, is how she goes... Literally, she goes from Egypt to Greece to, um, I think it was Bolivia, or maybe that was one of the other games. I don't know, but she goes to every different place, and every time she's solving like these puzzles and stuff like that, she takes the history and is like, oh, one of the gods did this, and that's where this myth came from. And then she solves the freaking puzzle! But you have to have that knowledge, and I just, that's like so inspiring, and I love it so much. Sorry, Van oh, yeah. Gogh rant, over. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, we- I agree with you, like, you know, I... Um... I think she definitely was like one of the influences. Like I, as a child, like I grew, my dad was in the army and also I grew up moving around. I've lived in Greece. I was, um, well, fun fact about Mildew here is he was born military base overseas, you know? Uh, so yeah. So like I've traveled around, I've been around, I've seen a lot of places. So I definitely have a more unique view of things. Um, but I also enjoy reading about, you know, different places, you know, different, uh, worlds, you know, different, you know, um, lores and you know cultures and all that so definitely with tomb raider it definitely spoke a lot more to me because i've kind of done that in a way and i love playing the games that do that so nathan drake kind of did that uh tomb raider and then the now rise of the tomb raider are just fantastic games so uh definitely agree with the fact of it kind of gives you more of what you don't currently have or know you know unless you go into that role of you want to be that historian or that arch you know the archaeologist to dig up that stuff so yeah See, it, your, your guys' answers are making mine sound super weak now because you guys were all insp- inspired <laughs> by these people that um, that are, like, very smart and, and passionate. I just wanted to be Goku. Like, that's all I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so you wanted to eat and train, that's it, yeah, huh? There's you know, nothing you, wrong with that. Yeah, you, you, know the video not... of that uh, you know the video of the little black boy that thought he can actually go Super Saiyan and he's doing it for, like, an hour straight? That was practically me. Like, <laughs> the whole nine, so. I love that kid! Yes, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like yeah, I, I definitely was not thinking in that uh, aspect. So it's definitely kind of cool to see how your guys' uh, – uh, inspiration from different characters came about and how, how different creativities kind of came to light, I guess you could say. Um, one last thing I want to ask you guys before we go ahead and wrap it up. What are your guys' prediction for tomorrow's show? What do you, are, you, are we going to see the PlayStation price and release date and pre-order date? What, what are the prices? What games do you, are you expecting to hit us, us, uh, hit us up with for tomorrow? I'm definitely going to say they definitely got to drop a price. They've got to drop a price in the release date tomorrow. They cannot hold off anymore. Um, we're definitely probably going to see that. And then we might see um, more content for games that have already been announced and possibly release dates for those as well to kind of help boost um, the release date for PlayStation uh, 5. And then we may see either more gameplay content for stuff that we've only seen trailers for, or we might see a few more trailers from some more indie or third party um, or more mainstream studios. So, um, but I definitely, I'm saying they got to drop a price. They got to drop a price on date. They're way far behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree on that. I think that 
above all, they have drop price, they have the release date. Like, they've waited so long at this point that it's becoming a meme, which, <laughs> good marketing, not gonna lie, but at the same time, like, give us something. Like, you can only leave everybody suspended for so long before we'll stop caring. And I feel like it's getting to that point. So uh, definitely, definitely price drop, definitely um, a pre-order date as well. I feel like because um, Microsoft already released the pre-order like that, I think they're going to do it like a day before or something petty. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling. Um, yeah, I and I definitely hope, um, you know, I, I feel like they're going to give like full longer pictures of um, games that they took small bits and pieces for. And then hopefully, because Sony kind of does this usually, like two or three really big game titles, I feel like they'll drop and they'll show like a little snippet for it. It'll be like a black screen and like do-do-do-do. And then like the name of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it'll be something like that and then um, maybe go into specs, but to be honest, I'm not, I'm not expecting that much because almost everybody, all they want to know is the price and order and normal release date so if we can just get that i'd be pretty satisfied yeah yeah i agree i definitely agree and what's uh what's up there snow cone 187 snow underscore cone (laughs) underscore 187 came to say hi (laughs) hello little one Um, I play Destiny with him. Oh yeah, yeah, Destiny <laughs> too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> He's part of the clan. The clan supporting the clan. <laughs> Nothing better than that. Um, I do think <laughs> that they are going to have. Um, I do think I agree with you guys. I think they're going to show a pr- uh, price. I think they're going to show a release date. I'm assuming. I'm assuming the um. He, they just said that your fight, your face on her was priceless. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm assuming this again, as I mentioned before, uh, 400, 500. Um, if they do anything less than that, I will be very shocked. I think we might see a little bit more extensive gameplay from Miles Morales. It's a 45 minute showcase, is what they're estimated at. So th- there might be more than just specs here. I mean, I know that they did talk about uh, some games and stuff like that, but there might be. I don't think they're going to show anything brand new. I think they're just going to kind of elaborate more. They don't need to show us any more Godfall. I think I think I'm satisfied enough with Godfall <laughs> yeah. now. Um, but I, I would like to see a little bit more, uh, actual in-game play for, uh, for Watch Dogs Legion. I wouldn't mind that. I feel like that's going to be a Ubisoft yeah. thing. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing that here at the PlayStation event. I wouldn't mind seeing some Call of Duty Cold War, even though I'm pretty strung out on Call of Duty. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing <laughs> that. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. We kind of have yep. to see. Real fast, before we go ahead and wrap it all the way up. Salem, where can people find you at? Um, let's see. <laughs> it's it is um how you would sound it out. So S A Y L U L U M Salem. I was like in sixth grade when I made that. Don't make fun of me. Um, <laughs> everything else. Um, Facebook, Twitter. I don't have a TikTok. I don't know. I think anything else. If you use Salem Croft, S-A-Y-U-M, Croft, for Laura Croft, of course. Um, that's me. So if you see me on some like weird website and it's like, Salem Croft, that's me. Hello. But yeah, <laughs> Salem on Instagram, Salem Croft everywhere else. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
Thank you. And uh, you said uh, they said I accidentally pronounced it Salum. Salum. <laughs> I know, kid. Yeah, t- tomato, I tomato. Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why you spell it out. It's. I mean, it's a U. I'll not complete what. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Salem, for coming up on the show. We definitely appreciate having you, and you are welcome anytime, anytime on the show. Um, yes, and if, of course, if anyone's trying to tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is going to be the event for PlayStation 5. That is 1 p.m. Salem time. That's what we're going to call it. It's 1 p.m. Salem time. <laughs> and then um and we'll be tuning in of course there's going to be the post show as well as uh, talking about what we just looked at in comparison with uh ps5 and the xbox series x thursday is going to be smite night all day with primarily with Mew Dude carrot on his page so make sure you guys are following him on twitch and then um and then i'll be taking over oh you know what i think i'm absent this smite night i don't think i'm there so we'll have to see uh yeah so stay tuned for that my night yep (laughs) thank you again (laughs) thank you for uh for everyone that's following us on uh, anchor again aowt gaming pretty much on all platforms uh spotify instagram facebook twitter the whole nine and uh, lastly if you guys go to rep sports com, you guys could get 15 percent off your raised energy drinks water supplements the whole nine if you type in aowt gaming at checkout thank you for doing that because a lot of people thought i was saying 50 like five zero and it's no not 50 that's a lot of money it's 15 it's 15 one Teen. five yes sponsorships yeah. are hard okay <laughs> nobody they don't get 50 percent off okay it's not how it works there you go <laughs> nope not unless you can really bring in the dough with it Dang. a man can dream right <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's, that's hard. Thirty percent, like at most, you like thirty percent. People are like, usually it's like ten or. 50%. <laughs> yeah, at, at least we tried promoting, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much again for tuning in. Until next time, Control Alt. Complete. Peace. Hey guys. <laughs>